Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, as we uh, pull into the, the blast furnace that is summer around these parts, and we will be able to survive. we got to do this together. Aaron, I am going to break down and go see these Red Hot Rangers. One of the things I've been wanting to go out and, and watch a game is I just I want the I want to experience what it's like to be indoors on a, on a, in a day when it's just crazy hot outside. We know what it's been in the past, all these many many years that we were used to going out there sitting through the heat, just surviving it when it was still a hundred at the start of the game, maybe ninety eight. Aaron, I and of course I've been up in the press box but i really want to kind of sit out there tonight i'll be going just as a uh, fan and uh, just to take it all in astros rangers and i was just listening to marcus simeon do an interview and aaron it's um he was asked about like what's it like to basically they were it was a polite way of asking what's it like to come to a new place and just be awful for the first however many months what's that like <laughs> and the answer is not great. It doesn't feel great. But, you know, you want to put your best foot forward, you're getting enormous money, and then you just tank right out of the gate. You're not any good. Now, he's hitting the ball really well now, seems to be in a pretty good place. So I'm going to go out there tonight and watch Rangers and Astros. Aaron, can you tell me who's on the mound tonight? I feel like I've got to get – got to dig in a little bit. I don't, you know, I used, there was never a time that I, all those years I would go out and cover baseball and have to write about it and be up there and I'd be out there doing the radio show and then stay for the game. You know, there was never a time when I didn't go out there knowing exactly who was on the mound. Um, Aaron, I, I'm good now if I even know what time the game starts. You know, is there, is, am I going to have the ability to make it out by game time? I mean, Central Texas, to get in there and be prepared for a game, Aaron, is not is not the easiest thing. you got to plan ahead. Aaron, uh, speaking of that, are you cool doing the last, like, 45 minutes of the show today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's going uh, to be fun. Aaron, can you tell me who's on the mound this evening? Dane Dunning will be pitching for the Rangers. I like it. I like it when Aaron's all over that. And then, Aaron, can you tell me who's on the mound for those hated Astros as these Rangers climb back toward Mount 500? Aaron, they got there, and then they just kind of got thrown off the sides, like five games in a row, something they lost. And then they've started climbing back toward it. Aaron, would I be correct to say they're now only – what two games below 500? I mean, I feel like they're feel like they're moving in the right direction again. 
No, you're right. They're 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 climbing back close to 500, and they're playing well. I mean, they've had a really tough schedule to start the year. I'm really kind of looking forward to seeing what they do when the schedule gets easier, and if they can uh, stay hot and maybe climb towards the uh, the uh, the race for the for maybe the uh, last. Um, Playoff wild spot. card spot. Yeah, the wild card yeah. spot. I don't know why I was blanking on that, but yeah, the last wild card no, spot. No, you're, you're probably because I've asked you to do about five different <laughs> things already. You may have your mind on some other things. Now, Aaron, if I ask you, and you were kind of dig, you know, you you're up there, you're producing these games every night, so you hear these things. Is there who who have of the young players that have come in? Is there anybody you've kind of zeroed in? Now this guy Ezekiel, I believe, is his first name. I'm going to put a good. I'm going to put a good eye on him tonight. I'm hoping he's starting. Um, the lineup usually comes out around three thirty, four. I'll have to look at the lineup. I want to see if he's in the uh, in the lineup. You know who I'm talking about, Aaron Ezekiel. I'm trying to think of his last name, Duran or something. Anyway, I I'm I'm very uh, very excited to see. Some of these youngsters, Aaron, covering these games or, or listening to these games and producing these games, pitching-wise, other than Martin Perez, has anybody stood out to you? The guy I'm going to see tonight, Dane Dunning, has he stood out? Who's standing out on the staff in your mind right now? Uh, besides Martin Perez, um Dunning has had a good year. I mean, they're all, I think, except for Martin Perez. Taylor Hearns had a good year. I think just about everybody except for Perez is in the low fours for ERA, which if if you've got a decent offense can win you some games. Um, they all uh, kind of started off slow. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would say probably Taylor Hearns been the second best pitcher. I like it. I like it. I'm just trying to kind of get prepared as I get to my seat, take it all in. Um, and, and by the way, I, I have not this year been able to partake in any of the, you know, sometimes they'll come up with some new fun food items. One year it was the Nelly, whatever that thing was. Remember when Nel- Nelson Cruz had the, the, it was like a hot dog, the boomstick, they called it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if tonight's going to be a – is tonight a – it seems like Wednesday's when they do the dollar hot dog night. Um, I, you know, some pretty decent crowds out there, it looks like to me. Uh, text us if you know of any of the new food items that you might want to you might want to try out – that I should try out that you recommend. 254-662-1660 is the number, and we'll see what what's going on out there. now. Aaron, our old friend who just went into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, he just threw the first pitch out on Sunday for the Astros. And as only John McClain could, he was he was tweeting out the other day, hey, everybody who's asking, I'm, I'm throwing the first pitch out Sunday, not Saturday. And Aaron, I was wondering to myself, do we think a lot of people out there were, were really <laughs> caught up in wondering when John McClain was going to be throwing out the first pitch? But hey, I got to see footage of it. John would not strike anyone as an athletic type. Uh, certainly does not does not come across that way. But Aaron, he, he reared back, and he threw kind of a moon ball. 
He threw the old Ephus pitch. But I, I, I honestly don't mind that. I think, I think the high, the crazy high can of corn um, first pitch is better than when you try to throw it and you do something stupid. Like you throw it about five feet short. Yeah, you now don't. John, John was not pleased with his throw. He was, and Aaron, we would find out, um, we would try to find out from John, but he has some kind of exclusive deal with one of the internet programs in the community. And so we can't, we cannot get John on. I mean, it's very sad because for years, Tom Barfield and Butch, I mean, they were, they were putting, uh, they were putting John on all the time. I mean, they gave him a show and everything. So sad, but uh, Aaron, they must be paying him big money is what I would think. Huge money to uh, have that sort of exclusive. But the Astros, but what I, reason I brought all that up, Aaron, is that John McClain last night, I had to laugh because he throws out the first pitch and he's celebrated by the Astros. Everybody's having a good time. And then in typical John fashion, last night I happened to see him on Twitter and he's just killing the bullpen. It's like the Astros are horrible. Astros bullpen stinks. Awful. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, he went from throwing out the pitch to just ripping on those Astros. Now, uh, Aaron, this was the other night um, the, in Major League Baseball as well. People like Mosley's talking baseball again. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I am excited. I ha- something sad happened with the Angels. You know, we had the story the other day that Joe Madden got fired. What's really embarrassing and kind of sad is that <laughs> Joe Madden, I'm sure you saw this story, had apparently in the midst of this 12-game losing streak to try to kind of break the monotony and, and, and bring some levity to the situation, he went out and got a mohawk. The problem is the next day before he had a chance to get to the ballpark in his, with his mohawk, he was fired. No one ever got to see the mohawk of Joe Madden. Aaron, you you are a guy who loves to kind of surf around the web and check things out. Have you seen a picture yet of Joe Madden's mohawk, or has he kept I, that under lock and key? I have not. I, he probably went home and shaved it off. He was so upset after he got fired. Um, you were asking for suggestions at the ballpark. We did have uh, someone on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line text in. JR said, try the chicken fried brisket sandwich. Or the alligator corn dog. If it was me, I would I would probably go with option A. But I mean, the Who alligator corn dog could be great. What That's, was the name? Uh, Jr. Oh, thank you, Jr. Steak, chicken fried steak, chicken fried brisket. Mm-hmm. That sounds that sounds pretty incredible, actually. That's interesting. Can't go wrong. Chicken fried. Can Jr. Will you tell us like what section you got that in? That does not sound like something they have in every section. I feel like I'm going to have to kind of go seek that one out a little bit. JR, what section do you remember getting your brisket, your chicken fried brisket in? Very, very interested to go seek this out and try to find something like that. Section right. 125. JR, very yeah, quick to text us back. We appreciate that. JR is a wealth of information. We used to have a guy that, that had like Rosebud Lot that was just, it was like a savant. He, he just analytics, no matter what you needed, 
He was just out in Rosebud, and he'd just provide us with huge information. Now, Richard in Woodway does a great job on, like, Baylor history and, like, SWC history. Richard is very quick to respond, and so I always appreciate Richard. But Jr., I'd like to add Jr. to the rotation. Sean Hunt, another one known for his sports knowledge and then also known for, and I like bringing this up every Tuesday, in part because Sean pays for it, but I like doing it anyway. UBO Business Services. UBEO.com. Aaron, the reason you can print all that stuff out <laughs> is because of UBO and what they do. And and they streamline things, copier. I mean, they, they, it's just amazing. They make my the job easier. They bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, Sean Hunt, I mean, I wish he made my job easier. I, you know, fielding his text, but I'm kidding. He makes. He makes it great, and Sean every once in a while will show up at one of our road shows, and uh, that's always kind of nice. Aaron, I was kind of shocked the other day. In fact, I owe Stephanie uh, uh, answer. I I already was getting, I'm 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 being asked if I can do Friday shows the day before the Baylor game on September second. Aaron, what is today? Is today like June fourteenth or something? Can you imagine? They're, our sales staff, our crack sales staff, they're out, they're out putting deals together for me to be on the air the Friday before Baylor's home opener on September 2nd. So my answer, Stephanie, if you're listening, is yes, I will do that. Mainly because, Aaron, where do, where's my new favorite beef fajita in town? Can you remember? Cannot. <laughs> so I was just going to give you a while to, to ponder. <laughs> no, I no, I was, you were I was pondering, prayerful, and I was like, wait a minute, we're live. Prayerful consideration. So. I thought Aaron, <laughs> I thought we got off the air for a second. Uh, Los Cucos. Mm-mm. Um, oh, man, that, that, that is really, really good stuff. I was telling Alan Holt about it just the other day from the Baylor Line Foundation. Um, we, we have a really cool show planned for you today. I have come from the star. I've been at out where the, at the Cowboys facility today, and I spent time in the locker room and I watched their practice. They're having a, a, a mini camp. We used to call it the veterans mini camp, but everybody's there. So I don't want to confuse the issue. Aaron, once again, we've almost reached best friend status. You know, usually the first at the first day of a mini camp, the first round pick would would you know be surrounded. I just strolled up to Tyler Smith, Cowboys first round pick. I said Tyler, you got a second? He's like, yeah, I got to be quick. Just had about a four minute, just kind of a fun little conversation. It was more like a Tom Barfield type deal. Tom's better about like getting somebody on and then sending them on. I like to bunker down and keep them on for a little while. And Aaron, you would have been proud of me. I just, boom, in and out. Now, we had a longer conversation with Dak Prescott. And we'll hear from the Cowboys quarterback today at 5 o'clock. Now, you don't get these things just by kind of turning on random radio or internets or something. You get these things by going out to these things and showing up at these events. And that's why I found myself in good old Frisco, Texas today. And um, 
Aaron, I don't know the last time you were out in Frisco. Things have changed. I mean, it is a it's metropolis. There is no. It used to be, you know, you get through. You got Plano stops on the tollway. You got Plano before that. Of course, you've got uh, Richardson. Then, of course, you get to. Uh, I guess you really in the tollway don't ever hit Richardson. But anyway, you got you go through the Plano area, and then you go through kind of what would be considered maybe Allen, Frisco. Aaron, when you and I were younger, just a tiny little place out there, tiny little small town out there in the prairie, mm-hmm. and now it is in, it is huge. I don't know where it starts, where it ends, but I stopped by to get a sandwich today, or uh, a little mahi-mahi special, actually tacos, and right outside of Frisco. And, Aaron, it was like being in Los Angeles. Now, the weather was way too hot here for that, but it was it was an unbelievable scene out there. Like the stores... High, high high-end stores, unbelievable row of restaurants. I think it's called Legacy West. But I say all that to say Frisco is all grown up. This is not your father's Frisco or even your grandfather's Frisco. Things have changed. I bet there's six high schools now, five or six high schools. So that is where the Cowboys are, and that's where I was hanging out today. All right, got something interesting coming up for you. The... Coach of a player Baylor is pursuing in a huge way. I'm talking about Baylor basketball, uh, the high school coach, and it's also the coach of a uh, that went to the state title game this past year. He joins us next. What a year for Baylor athletics! Here's the play, fourth down and goal from the one. Hand up, run and left, trying to get to the corner. He didn't get there. He is not short of the goal line. Bears hold the Cowboys out of the end zone. That was Desmond Jackson with the dive for the pylon. Jaron McVay kept him out. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Calmet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Calmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad appaloosa trading post rodeo pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items perfect for his man cave they also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office and there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office it's the world's greatest western store appaloosa trading post rodeo pond 3101 north robinson drive in waco Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series set starting Friday, starting with AM in Oklahoma, followed by Texas AM and Notre Dame. Saturday at Stanford in Arkansas, followed up by Auburn and Ole Miss. Golden State takes a 3 2 lead in the NBA Finals, beating Boston 104 94. Game six in Boston on Thursday. Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz will report to minicamp this week after a no show at OTAs. Cowboys placed a franchise tag on Schultz in honor of the longtime University of Mary Harden Bear head football coach Pete Fredenberg. The field at Crusader Stadium will officially be named Fredenberg Field in a special ceremony on Saturday, September 17th. Rangers beat the Astros 5-3 for their third win in a row. Rangers and Astros tonight, game two of the series, 7.05 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you for being our title sponsor. Excited to visit right now with Wes Watson, the head boys uh, basketball coach at McKinney High School. And Wes has uh, done a tremendous job there. In fact, they played for a state state title. And uh, my brother-in-law, Joseph Logsdon Wes, who's a good friend of yours, has been after me for a while now. Said, "Hey, you've got to get Wes on. He's awesome. He would be a great guest." So, <laughs> Wes, I just today, whatever today is, June something, June 14th, I decided it was it was time to get Wes Watson on the Matt Mosley show. So, welcome. It's it's great to have you on. Well, Matt, I, after that uh, build up there, I hope this isn't a big letdown for you. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on. Uh, and, and I think highly of your brother-in-law. He is a great dude. So uh, it's an honor. Yeah, yeah. People want to invest with him. I should put a plug in for him. You know, they can uh, they <laughs> can should. certainly do that. That's right. That's right. If you've got a 
If you've got high wealth, he's the guy to visit with. Um, unfortunately, I don't, Wes, so, you know, he doesn't really, doesn't really look into my finances too often. Now, I was curious about this story. This is interesting. You've got a player, uh, Jacoby Walter, and have had him for a while now, and I know he's transferring out for his senior year, which is a real bummer for a lot of us, but I really thought of you when I saw that he was on the Baylor campus yesterday and I'm just curious this is an unbelievable player um that you've had and he helped spearhead of course that run that you had to the state championship uh, uh game is when did Jacoby Walter I'm just sort of curious like was this a phenom since he was sixth or seventh grade or was this a guy who sort of uh, grown into it over the years and I I I, I kind of know that Baylor um has been after him and had their eye on him since he was really young. When did Jacoby Walter first get on your radar? Well, you know, for me, it was probably, he was probably, I don't know, fourth, fifth, or maybe even as late as sixth grade when I first heard about him. He's my son's age, so, you know, when you hear about kids in your son's age group, he was he was the name that I'd heard, and uh, and I knew he was in our attendance zone and, and, and went to one of our feeder schools. Uh, so, you know, naturally getting out when he was a seventh grader and having an opportunity to, to finally see it from my own eyes, uh, he, uh, you know, he's, he's been really good for a long time and, uh, he, you know, he's continued to get better and better. He's made a great leap every single year. Uh, so yeah, it's not just something that's happened recently for sure. It's something that he's, the kid's, kid's talented. He's worked really, really hard through the years to get to where he's gotten to. Uh, and he's a terrific kid on top of that. What was this year like, making that incredible run? Um, and, and, and I'm just wondering, Jacoby, you got another player going to the University of Texas, big man. I mean, that, that's, that had to be tremendous. I know the community loved it. That whole run, and Jacoby in particular, um, there was one of those games that kind of surprised me, where y'all won a huge game, maybe Arlington Martin, and I think he only scored. I mean, every time I was used to seeing him have 27, 28 points. But correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there one of those big games where he honestly did not have one of his huge games, but y'all still found a way to win? Yeah, and it might, it might have actually been that Richardson game in the third mm-hmm. round over at the Caldwell Center. Uh, yeah, I think, he, I think he might have had like an eight or ten point game that game. Uh, he had gotten in foul trouble in that game and set out a pretty good chunk of the like from the middle part of the third quarter to the early part of the fourth quarter. Uh, and, of course, he also had Casey Wallace Gardner, who's one of, is an elite defender. Uh, but he, he had some opportunities to be a playmaker that night and get some other guys some shots. Uh, but, yeah, our, our team, you know, we, we, were, we were pretty good. Uh, you know, we, we had to be to make up for, uh, for me on the sidelines. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no – in all seriousness, uh, we had some really good players around Jacoby, uh, and uh, and and they stepped up in some key moments. So Thatcher McClure was a kid that night against uh, Richardson that had 13 points in the first quarter, uh, and we had some kids that stepped up big in the in the regional tournament as well against North Crowley and, and Arlington Martin. Uh, so it was a it was definitely a team effort, you know, that whole journey, and it was it was special, Matt. It was just a uh, just a super super special deal for me as a coach and uh, and for our community. 
Those games are so fun, aren't they? And sometimes you'll go to those uh, sites. I, I went to a Lake Highlands game out in uh, Lancaster. Uh, brought back bad memories of what Joe Rushing and his Lancaster teams did to our Mike Kaufman Lions. But being in there in those packed gymnasiums, I mean, I know college is a different level and it's exciting too, but when you get to high-level high school basketball and entire communities start showing up, um, is that, do you ever allow yourself, Wes, in the, in the cauldron of all that, you know, to kind of peek up and, and at least take it in, or do you kind of – do you almost have to just stay focused the entire time? You know, it's a, that's a great question. You know, and I feel like I, I feel like I've been able to do a little bit of both. I feel like I've been able to stay pretty focused on the games, while at the same time, kind of taking in and appreciating what's going on around us. Uh, there was a point in the in the Richardson game when we we're playing in the Caldwell Center. It's probably I don't know about sixty five hundred people in there. I mean this. Uh, it's it's darn near packed, and and it was for the fourth quarter, and and something happened in the game, and uh, I I remember looking at over to my my I was standing up looking at, I looked at my assistant coaches and I'm like man this is awesome you know I just and uh, <laughs> it was just it was just a really cool moment because you look up and you you know I, I for a moment I'm sitting there I'm thinking man this looks so much like one of those state championships. Or, or, or state semifinal games at the old Irwin Center, not the old Irwin Center, but back when we used to do the state tournament at the Irwin yeah. Center, and everyone in the everyone in the arena is standing up. And you know, I, I get why they had to move the state tournament out of Austin, uh, but man, I hate to see it because that Alamo Dome's really, really big, and it just doesn't have that same feel for a high school game as a place like you know the size of the Irwin Center does. So, but that was the. That was one of those moments where I was able to stay pretty locked into our task at hand, but at the same time, just being able to appreciate the environment we were in, and it was special. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I I remember Marcus Smart taking over one of those games late. It probably was against Garland, you know, Lakeview Centennial or something like that. And in those endings of state high school games, stay with you forever. Uh, and, and that was one of those moments Marcus Smart just said, you know what, I appreciate everybody being out here, Phil Forte or whoever, love you guys, but the, the, <laughs> the, the man has to take over now. You know, i got yeah. to go ahead and get this thing done. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned Marcus Smart because uh, I, I, he was probably the guy, you know, I, I think of all the guys that I've seen down there, and, 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 and really, and you could make an argument, there's, there's certainly been some – guys that maybe are more talented uh but man he was he was probably the guy that i would say is the best high school player i've seen in texas just because he just his his willingness to do everything he could possibly do to win he was always about winning and uh i just loved watching him just loved watching all the little things he would do that affected winning you know just you know whether it was you know, uh, you know, being a playmaker, getting a, you know, getting a teammate a shot, or making a big shot himself, diving on the floor, taking a charge, he he, he just did so many things that affected winning. And he's still doing it today for the Boston Celtics right. in the finals, which is kind of fun to to watch. Wes Watson joining us, McKinney High School basketball boys coach, talking about a couple of his players. Jacoby Walters, one of them. He was visiting Baylor. I'm I'm wondering what you think, Jacoby how he projects as a college player. I know that he's a 2023 guy, and we'll address that in a minute. But 
Um, what do you see? I know Baylor loves guys that can defend different positions. And obviously they emphasize defense in a major way. It used to be it was hard to get sometimes high school players, especially high scorers, to commit on the defensive end. Has Jacoby, you know, has he done that in recent years for you? Was that kind of a evolution? You had to kind of work on that. And, and what do you kind of, how do you see him uh, being in college? Like what position do you see him uh, you know, kind of flourishing in uh, as a college player? You know, it's, it's a great question. Uh, the, the thing about Jacoby is I would love to take credit, you know, for, for how good he is at times on that end of the floor. I mean, he, he's always been a two-way player. I mean, he came to us, uh, you know, as a freshman. He started on the varsity. Uh, he was already doing things like, understanding rotations, uh, taking charges, all of those things. I mean, I, he, he just, uh, he's just wired for winning. And, and like, you know, I mentioned the whole Marcus smart thing. He did so many things to affect winning and, and Jacoby's a lot like that. Uh, and I've always said this about him, his greatest quality, and you can see his skill set. skill sets incredible for, for a kid his age and especially with a, a kid with length like he has, but, the biggest thing that impresses me about him, he just hates to lose. I mean, losing like bothers him. And uh, so he, he's always competed really, really hard on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, and, and I've been around, you know, the game for a long, long time. And I've seen some high level guys that don't really compete on the defensive end. And, and he, that's one thing that, uh, that it really stood out to me that made him really easy to coach is the fact that he just competes on both ends of the floor. As far as, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not at that level, but as far as like where I would project him uh, at the college level, I mean, he, he's kind of a combo guy for us. He plays on the ball a lot for us. He, you know, uh, he's a guy that obviously we like to get, get to and, and catch and shoot situation, get, get the ball to and catch and shoot situations. Uh, he's got great length. I mean, he's definitely a kid that, you know, he, he would fit what Baylor does really, really well. Uh, uh, he's, he is a kid that you're going to have some defensive versatility with. You know, there was a stretch during our season where we had some uh, starters out of our lineup. Our two big kids were out of the line. I say big kids. They were, they were kind of forwards. Uh, Alex, who's down at Texas, and, uh, and Thatcher, who's going to go play up in Kansas. Uh, you know, there were you know, six, seven, six, six guys, but they played. They usually matched up against the other team's bigger guys. Uh, and so Jacoby, for a stretch there, was having to guard pretty much every spot on the floor. So he does give you some uh, matchup versatility on the defensive end. He's a kid that you can switch with. Uh, if he winds up in a tough matchup against a big guy, you, you can you can rest assured he's going to compete really, really hard. Uh, you know those possessions where he where, where he winds up in matchups like that. He just he's a competitor. He's gonna and he's gonna do he'll he'll do really really well wherever he winds up. Why, why do you think these players like Jacoby will sometimes choose to go to a prep school their senior year? I know, um, like a lot of coaches, I mean, it just it stinks to – I mean, and you, obviously you're happy for the time you've had him, um, but and you want what's best for him, but you're seeing this more and more. Baylor has a player coming in from Louisville, but he's been off at IMG, Keontae George, who mm-hmm. I'm sure you've come across over the years. Is it – is there some belief – 
that maybe they can focus on basketball even more. I, I just watch kids like Trey Johnson at Lake Highlands, some of these players, like those guys at Richardson. It's not like they weren't playing mm-hmm. tons of summer league and AAU and, and getting tons of run in. I, I'm just sort of curious what your take on it is of, of why this is happening more and more. Guys have an incredible, and we've seen it happen over the years, Oak Hill, you know, some of these academies that have been very famous. But now mm-hmm. we're seeing guys have these tremendous careers, and then they go play their senior year five states away. Is it what, what right. do you think's the biggest driving force? And honestly, I don't know. Maybe there's a, some financial incentive. I, I don't. I don't exactly know what the promises are being made to these guys that they would right. leave home and not graduate with all their buddies. Right. Yeah. You know, and I, and I can't speak to that last part, the financial piece. I have no knowledge of, of anything like that. I don't know how that works, but um, you know, it's it. Let me let me start with this. You know, uh, you know, we we'd heard the rumors that Jacoby may go somewhere his senior year. So when we got back from uh, San Antonio, uh, I guess a, a couple of weeks after we were back. You know, he and I we were talking, and I just said, "Hey, man, I want to let's." Let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room. There, you know, obviously I've heard the rumors that you may be, you know, looking to go to a prep school, and and you know, and he's always upfront with me, uh, and he told me, yeah, we were we're thinking about it, you know, and we talked about, okay, I was like, hey, what's your timeline? Because you know, I'm trying to put this schedule together for next year, and this the schedule with Jacoby Walter looks a whole lot different than the one without him, you know? <laughs> so, and, and and he and he and his family wanted to be respectful of that. Uh, you know, but, but the thing that, you know, I wanted to make sure he understood is look, man, we want you here. We want you here to experience all these great things, but at the same time, we're, we're going to love you and we're going to support you wherever you are. You know, um, if that's at one of these Academy schools, you know, you, nothing's ever going to change the fact that you're McKinney line to us. And, and you've been a, a big part of the success that we've had. And, um, anyway, so, he, you know, he thought about it and we, we, we sat down and he, and he came to me, you know, without his parents and, you know, when he made the decision and, uh, and he handled it well, I mean, he did it the right way. And, uh, and I told him again, you know, you know, nothing's ever going to change. You're welcome to come up here as often as you want. And, and when you're in town and, uh, I'll get you in the gym and, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're part of us, man. And I, and I told him, you know, if it doesn't work out up there, you don't, you're not feeling it. Doesn't it seem like a fit. You can always come back. And, uh, so we support, you know, him and, and his decision. You know, the the part do do I like it? Do I like what's going on, man? Matt, I'm a huge fan of of Texas high school sports. I mean, I just love you know what we were talking about earlier the the crowds, the community involvement, and the impact you have on a community when you have a team that that makes a deep run into the playoffs. I mean, you're not going to get that at an academy school, you know, you're not going to get that. You can, you know, they, they may televise the, you know, quote national championship game on TV, but you, you what you're not going to see is you're not going to see a, a student section of, 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 you know, kids that you grew up with in the stands, you know, there, you know, to support you, you know, uh, you're going to miss out on a lot of that stuff, you know, the, just the big growing up, being a kid, um, you know, walking around your campus with your head held high, being able to represent your school, your community, 
and do it with the guys you grew up with. You're going to miss out on all that. But, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, there, there's also that piece of, hey, well, I can go here and I can be going against these elite guys every single day. And I'm not in a, and I don't know, I don't know what the classroom situation is there, but it's probably not the day-to-day grind that it is at the public school level where you're going to seven classes a day, five days a week. That part, I don't really know, but, but yeah, I think the allure is, Hey, well, I I know they say this, you're going to play a national schedule. And, and that's one of the things that they talk about. Uh, You know, we played some pretty top national teams this past year ourselves. You know, obviously a couple, when we got into the playoffs, we played Arizona compass early in the year, the Thanksgiving, uh, a hoop fest uh, down in Duncanville. So, you know, we felt like we, we, we feel like we've got a lot to offer uh, here, but at the same time, that's, that's not, it's not my decision. You know, it's a, it's a, it's the kids and his family's decision. I think they spent a lot of time and thought about it. I think they prayed about it. I think they, I think they went about it the right way and they made the decision that they felt like, was best for them and uh and what was best for jacoby so i I'll, I'll never begrudge them of that and uh like i say terrific kid wonderful parents great family uh and and in and in, and in my mind he's always going to be a mckinney line regardless of where where he is next year well, let's. Um, I mean, maybe put them on the schedule. That wouldn't that be something? Put <laughs> bring them to McKinney. Uh, oh, <laughs> let's see what that looks like. I do want to see you put the Lake Highlands Wildcats on the schedule this season with Joe Duffield and in his crew. You know, you guys. At one point, y'all were sort of playing those common opponents in the playoffs, and I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was hoping there would be a matchup at some point, and. Uh, uh, Lake Highlands kind of started thinking about too much when when Richardson was about to go down. I could hear it in the stands; they were all excited, uh-huh. and then they got they got beat by Martin, and and that can happen sometimes. I'm not saying the kids were thinking that, but I promise you, at the end of that game, that's what they were thinking. Uh, everybody in the stands. Oh my gosh, Richardson got beat, and um, and then you know y'all did what you did to Richardson. So it's a uh, it, it's it's a fascinating deal. Dallas Fort Worth basketball is is unreal. It may be at its highest point, and I'm with you. I want to keep as many of these kids all the way through high school as possible. But if they want to go somewhere else, uh, so be it. And uh, you'll just have to reload a little bit. But you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, maybe you get it's, your it's, son it's and my nephew. You know, uh, oh. that, that 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 was the part that probably hurt me more than anything. I mean, I I, I was at I was at peace with uh, Jacoby's decision. I think our, my coaching staff, our players, we're all we were all kind of at peace with it. We understood, we we respected it. But I was talking to someone, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, someone in the basketball community, though, and he's like, "Man, I just hate it for Texas high school basketball. I hate it that we lose another really good kid to an out of state." And then, then I, it, it, that made me take a step back and think, you know what? That is that is a bummer, you know because this state's got so much to offer in, in terms of just yeah. great high school basketball. Uh, so yeah, that, 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 that affected me, you know, and, uh, yeah. 
uh, it'd be really cool if if all of our top Texas talent just just stayed and played here. And man, it, I guess it's kind of like the college game when when they leave early to go to the pros. You know? Yeah. I mean, think about how when you used to have all those four year guys, like guys like Tim Duncan staying four years in college. You know, uh, you don't get that anymore. You know, so. Uh, but the game's yeah. still pretty good, and the, game, the, the Texas high school game's going to continue to be good, even though you know some elite players are going to leave here and there. And uh, you know, you get on a good run, your community's going to get really, really excited about it. They're going to get out and support you, and it's going to create memories for for kids and coaches uh, that'll last a lifetime. That's what our what our group did for us last year. I mean, they 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 made some memories for me and my family, and. And uh, in our community that, that I never would have had uh, if, if not for those kids. So, you know, I'm always going to be grateful for that group. Yeah, well, and Alex, uh, one of your big men you mentioned, headed off to University of Texas. That's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we enjoyed watching it. My family, uh, got I got roots all the way up McKinney, Lawrence Jewelry for all those years, right up on the square. Uh, and my uh, grandmother, still living, uh, about to turn 99, Still has her place there in McKinney, so uh, we we love the community and uh, and and always uh, love supporting it. So thank you for coming on with us, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Sounds great, Matt. My pleasure. Enjoyed it. You bet. There he goes, Wes Watson, McKinney High School uh, head coach, and uh, as we were talking about, Jacoby Walter, who is a five star. Uh, player out of McKinney and was in Waco uh, with Baylor the other day, and he is one of the the top ones. Uh, the next year, 2024, Trey Johnson's one of the top players in the country out of the Dallas Fort Worth area as well, over at Lake Highlands. So DFW area putting out huge, huge talent right now, and uh, Baylor is trying to bring some of them in. And Keontae George who will arrive from IMG. Actually, he's already on campus. Saw some pictures of him the other day. And he's going to be a a starting guard for the Bears this coming season. So lots of fun there. All right, let's see what's going on. Speaking of uh, campus, it is time for Campus Confidential. That's next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. Summer is here and we need our trucks and SUVs for the Texas sports and outdoors. Whether it's taking care of your current vehicle, selling yours, or upgrading to a newer model, the BK4 team provides a simple, easy sales and service experience. Looking for better fuel mileage, more room, or towing power? Check out our quality pre-owned options at BKFord.com. Don't find what you want? Simple. We'll custom order exactly what you need. BK Ford, experience better. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. This is ESPN Central Texas. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. College World Series set starting Friday, starting with AM in Oklahoma, followed by Texas AM and Notre Dame. Saturday at Stanford in Arkansas, followed up by Auburn and Ole Miss. Golden State takes a 3 2 lead in the NBA Finals, beating Boston 104 94. Game six in Boston on Thursday. Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz will report to minicamp this week after a no show at OTAs. Cowboys place the franchise tag on Schultz in honor of the longtime University of Mary Harden Bear head football coach Pete Fredenberg. The field at Crusader Stadium will officially be named Fredenberg Field in a special ceremony on Saturday, September 17th. Rangers beat the Astros 5-3 for their third win in a row. Rangers and Astros tonight, game two of the series, 7:05 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley here. It is Campus Confidential, of course, and it's time to turn things over to Aaron Sexton, what do you have for us today, sir? TCU got a big commitment over the weekend in football. Avion Carter, 6'3", 255-pound defensive end from Amarillo, committed to TCU. 
He is ranked number 91 in the ESPN 300. He joins Carter wide receiver Rodali Russell as ESPN 300 recruits in the Horn Frogs 2023 class. Carter also was considering Texas, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State. Uh, Russell, another in-state product from North Mesquite High School, committed to TCU last week. Carter becomes the 12th ESPN 300 prospect to commit to the Horn Frogs in the last five recruiting cycles dating back to 2019. Oh, I mean, think about that, Aaron. Our good friend who we just had on the show who, you know, debuted his new song on our show is now at the University of Texas and – they lose a player uh, to his former school, TCU. So that's never never a fun thing. And, and Aaron, this is, as uh, far as I can tell, this is the first player Texas Tech has lost in the 2023 class. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, I think they got 20 people. They got 20 commitments in 2023. What do you think Baylor has, Aaron, if you had to guess? I would guess... They have 13. Like nine or, oh, okay, you know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's more fun if I get to guess before oh. you say it. But anyway, um, no, I'm, I'm fine with you. Uh, 13, okay. Bears have 13. And what did you say TCU has now? Um, I don't think it says overall. Oh, okay. Up, but they have two no, 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 national okay. top 300 recruits committed so far. Wow. Both from, the, uh, both, both from Texas, one from Amarillo and the other from uh, Dallas Carter. I still find it interesting that Sonny Dykes took a look at what he had at SMU with all that money, been pumped in, great facilities, recruiting Dallas extremely well, and thought, you know, i got to go take this TCU job. I get that it's Power 5. I do think they probably have, well, I know they have more resources than SMU, although it's not by a whole lot, if at all. I can't. I sometimes go back and forth on whether I think TCU is definitely a better job than SMU. Now, part of that is I'm looking at the whole athletics deal is not just football. I guess football you, you certainly would have because of the Big 12. But, Aaron, it's, it's way harder to win big in the Big 12 than to win big in the AAC. Now, it got... Uh, uh, what did I say? Yeah, way harder in the Big 12. And the AAC has just gotten easier. Aaron, what would you rather do as a head coach? Would you, would you rather dominate the AAC? And SMU definitely has a chance to do that now with some of these great schools coming in the Big 12. Or would you rather be like – fourth or fifth place in the Big 12 with a chance every five or six years it may be a Big 12 title? Oh, I would always opt for the Big 12. I, w- I would always rather be in a conference that has a chance to make the playoffs, and SMU doesn't. Now, you can say what you want about the Big 12 chances to make the playoffs, but they are exponentially better than SMU's. So, I mean, that would yeah. be the biggest factor with me. I would be confident that I could put a team together – that could win the Big 12 and have a shot at making the playoffs. And no matter what you did at SMU, you're not going to make the playoffs. I don't know about that uh, because Cincinnati just made it out of that conference. They were the first ones ever, and they had to have a lot of stuff happen just right for them to make it. 
All right, I'm going to go on record. Since Aaron's being really, uh, you know, mean to the SMU people, I've got SMU in the playoff this year. <laughs> I can see him. College football playoff, SMU Mustangs. I like that job. I just think that SMU. I think, I think I'm not sure Sonny put himself into a. I mean, I think you're right. You probably have to take that gig. I, I think you're right about that. But I'm not saying it's the. You, 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 I'm not. I don't know from a life choice standpoint if it's the right move. I think Sonny Dykes could be looking. I think his career, his head coaching career could come to an end way faster in Fort Worth than it would on the hilltop. Way faster. He can have a year or two down years at SMU. If he has two, four or five win seasons at TCU, he's gone. It doesn't matter how much excitement there is right now about Sonny Dykes. If you go two years in a row without making a bowl game, you're gone. You're out. Just my opinion. Not Just my thoughts. I, I mean, think that's, that's pretty, pretty well established with everything Gary Patterson had done, and he had two straight years without a bowl, and now he's a, you know, an assistant at Texas. So, I think you're right. Well, it was, uh, it was, uh, man. I'm now I'm thinking about all this recruiting. I'm kind of excited right now, thinking of you got me uh, thinking back about these basketball players we've been talking about. Trey Johnson, Jacoby Walter, and now these guys are choosing. I still, I bet old, I bet Joey is just throwing things right now. I'm just trying to imagine Joey. <laughs> Joey, are you listening right now? Text me if you're listening to the show. I think Joey comes into Waco sometimes and just doesn't tell everybody. I think he still loves us and he loves the community, but he can't like have a high profile in Waco anymore because he's such a huge tech guy. But I do think he sneaks into town just to hang out, and this would be a good time to do it. All right, so, Joey, if you're listening, shout out to you, brother. We, we miss you. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? We can go a little long today if we need to because we've got uh, – we'll do – got, I do want to remind everybody, we've got uh, Dak Prescott coming up next. I got to visit with Dak out there today, and we'll play that for you next. But uh, what else do you have, Aaron? Arch Manning, the top prospect in the 2023 class. Took his official visit to Alabama over the weekend. It's long been speculated that he's down to Texas and Georgia, but he did make the trip to Tuscaloosa and was pictured wearing uh, Alabama uniforms, which made the rounds on social media. So uh, they, there may be a possibility that he joins Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. He has not set a timetable for his decision and everything he said uh, indicates that it's not going to be anytime soon, but he has t- already taken his official visit to Georgia, and he'll visit Texas next weekend. So that looks like his final three, Georgia, Texas, and Alabama. And I've been speculating that he'll end up in Georgia, but Nick Saban has a way with recruits, so we'll see. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to think of what he would encounter because if Quinn Ewers is as good as they think he could be. Now, who was telling me the other day? I wish I could remember. They had an interesting point, Aaron. I thought you would love this point. They said if Quinn Ewers, I can't remember if they said it on the air or said it off the air to me. Um, if Quinn Ewers does win the Texas job, there's a chance 
that Hudson Card would transfer out of there. And, you know, Hudson was a big-time recruit. Ballyhooed, you know, he, at one point he had won the job, and then, of course, Casey Thompson won it away from him. Where's Casey Thompson, by the way, Aaron? Can you remind me? Where did Casey Thompson go, the University of Texas quarterback? Well, you go to, that up. Yeah, that's okay. I, I just was kind of – I was just thinking about where – you go to Utah or somewhere like that? I just trying Nebraska. to remember where – Nebraska. Wow, that's so interesting because um, his dad was a very, very famous quarterback at uh, Oklahoma, and he went to Nebraska. Wow, that is interesting. Um, there's a there's a kid that has an offer from Nebraska in the 2024 class, Aaron, named Hoss Haney, and I know his family pretty well, and he was at the Baylor camp this past weekend, and he's one of those under-the-radar He's, he's unbelievably fast, and he can throw it. But he doesn't have the 6'3", 6'4", size that some of these other quarterbacks have. But I just think, I find him to be interesting as we, uh, we kind of look at all this quarterback news. But I, I love thinking about Arch, and I, I find it interesting that Arch Manning, Aaron, as he's looking around at where he's going to go, because his family is so successful, um, and, of course, his dad is Cooper, and then his uncles, Eli and Peyton Manning, I don't think he has the same priorities that others have. I'm not saying he would turn down a bunch of NIL money, um, but I don't think there's some kids that, like, Tennessee promised somebody in 2023 class something stupid like $8 million while he's there. I don't think that hits Arch the same way it hits others. I think Arch is playing with the big picture in mind. You agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not that, you know, NIL is meaningless to him. I'm sure he wants to own his own money, but it's probably less important to him than pretty much any other major prospect. And I think he's going to go. I think he knows that wherever he goes, he's going to get NIL deals, so he just wants to pick the school that he kind of think is, thinks is right for him. Okay, Aaron, take the amount of stories you have left, and then I want you to, okay, grab them right now because I know you got all that paper. We use all our printers that we get from UBO Business Services, and I want you to kind of hit them against the table so we can hear it on the air. And that'll tell me how much stuff you have left, all right, how much information you may have left for later in the show. All right, now go ahead and hit it real quick against the desk in the mic, and that'll let us all know. Oh, that's not as much as I thought you would have. That almost sounded like only one or two sheets. That's very good. Is that um, accurate? Yeah, I got a couple of stories left. Okay, two stories left. Yeah, that, I, I thought I'd hear like a big aggressive paper thing against the, the deal. That was a very light amount of paper. And again, UBO ser- business services. Wait, I may ask Sean for a little more today. I've mentioned him so much. <laughs> okay, it is time to hear... From the Cowboys quarterback, I had a, uh, a trip out to the star, and I talked to the Cowboys' first-round pick, and I got to talk to Dak Prescott. Hear from both of them next. 
From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahea. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value you're trading and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Well, now that is quite a suit you've got on. Velour? Yeah, some of us go to great lengths to make a big impression. When you're ready to impress friends, family, a client, your staff, book a night in a Globe Life Field Suite for a Rangers game. Imagine an exclusive space at the ballpark that's all yours, all game long. A place where you can host and impress whoever you want. Your sweet options await at TexasRangers.com. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. We are pleased to be back with you in the most highly listened to 5 o'clock hour in any radio station in the area. Um, I think there's proof behind that. I think I could find something to support this. Music, whatever. Talk, you name it. Conservative, liberal. We don't do any of that. We just do sports. And uh, we really uh, are appreciative of everybody who tunes in. JR earlier was uh, tuned in and listening and providing me information tonight of what section I can go to to buy a chicken fried 
brisket, some chicken fried bis- brisket sandwich or something like that at the game tonight. I don't know, Aaron. I, I'm going back and forth on it because the truth of the matter is chicken fried steak, while if done right, is great, it's often done wrong. Like you don't think about all the times, Aaron, you've ordered a chicken fried steak and how many times you've been disappointed, even at places that are pretty good. You're just like, eh. I mean, it, it's never quite as tender as you want it to be. And it's, I don't even mind it being a little bit of a, a chew, but you can't just be having to work at it. Like, it can't be just absolute, uh, uh, just a process to get through. Uh, so chicken fried steak. He also said opinion, they have yeah. uh, brisket egg rolls at the same place. So you could try those. Ooh, I like that. Ballpark brisket egg rolls. As long as they have been done in the past like week or so, I'm okay with that. I don't want I don't want, you know, those that have kind of been on a skewer for for a long period of time. All right? So I am uh I am aware that some ballpark foods might not pass all the health inspections out there, but I'm also aware that it tastes good and you have to find that balance when making these decisions as I head off to see Rangers-Astros this evening. In fact, I should have just done the show from the from the press box today, and then everything would have been fine. That's okay. I, I, uh, it will, we'll make it all work. All right, Aaron, um, had the opportunity today to go out and participate in the Cowboys uh, minicamp. And we used to call it the veteran minicamp because all the veterans show up. All the rookies were there, too. Saw Sam Williams. Got to talk to C.D. Lamb a little bit. In fact, Aaron, C.D. Lamb, and I got to talking about where he should visit when he's out there training at Fort Lauderdale. He'll be in Fort Lauderdale doing some training before camp, and his C.D. and I hit it off today and, and gave him some names of some beaches about you know a couple of hours away that he might enjoy. And um, although, Aaron, when I told him, I think I lost it when I started saying, well, there, there's mostly just families at this beach. And I don't, I'm not sure that that's exactly what CD was looking for. But, um, but anyway, a good visit out there today. And here is the, uh, and again, there were several reporters around me as we talked to Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. Minicamp, just talk about what you guys hope to accomplish, how you feel just being in minicamp and being able to do everything. Yeah, I mean, I feel great, obviously, just as you said, not being restricted, being able to um, every every drill, everything, uh, and it counts, it matters. Just being able to get out there and having so many reps with these young guys, having uh, such a young receiving core and young team, um, just being able to rotate those guys with me actually getting there with those reps, um, be able to have to explain some of the things to them, but those are good quality reps uh, for me and for some of those guys we're going to actually need in the fall. Mike made a point to talk about the difference between this year last year you were able to run more and do more build more comfortable you seem like you're leaner and, and more mobile with the scramble build do you feel that way no I, I definitely do I mean uh, I go in each offseason I'm trying trying to be a better player and person than I was the, the year before and so I, at this stage at this point I definitely feel like I've accomplished that I think I'm far um, so so much further along than I was last year at this time I mean just being able to get the team reps as you said being able to move more um, take care of my whole body and just focus on everything and not just my leg uh, it's a huge difference you feel like you're at your best when you're doing more on the move as a quarterback? Like 
my confidence is through the roof. I mean, uh, I feel good on the move or not. So, I mean, uh, to say that on the move is my best, I mean, I feel like I can make every throw from on the move, yes. Hey, Dan, seeing uh, Kellen on the, the walkie-talkie and your headset and all that, I'm sure that you guys have done that before, but how much does that help? In, is, is that a part of the off-season process of getting used to him? Is he talking to you in your earpiece with that, or is he talking to somebody else? No, no, I mean, that's that's honestly the only way we've, we've practiced. We, we do that throughout the week. I mean, that's, that's the normal but process of Kellen calling through the... The importance of that, though, of getting used to that, that's, sometimes these can be a grind, but I'm, I feel like that's probably something that can help you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know any other way uh, to answer that. That's the way we've practiced, the way we've prepared. I'm sure when I come on Sundays, it's, you know, it's second nature. We've been getting that call. I've been approaching the line, or excuse me, approaching the huddle. Everybody's communicating the personnel. Um, so, yeah, once you get into the fall, we've done this since since April. So. What does it mean to have Dalton Schultz out? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Uh, obviously, just what he means to this team, his leadership, uh, just what the role he stepped into to, to be the, the guy at tight end and to, to be a leader of this offense and to make plays. He's a guy that I can count on, uh, that I can trust, and that's just continued to uh, grow, and it's grown through these last these last few weeks. Mike talk, also talked about the fact that last year they were being smart with you, and they didn't have many call runs in the playbook, and things they limited some of the things because of you coming off the injury. He said they probably would put more in this year. Do you feel that way, that you can run more than you did last year because of your one year away from it? Yeah, I mean, I expect to have about 20 carries a game. <laughs> What's that balance between getting some of that back but also understanding, like you said, when you got your contract that you've got to be smart about it? Risk versus reward and just understanding that, yeah, some of those are called and wh- why are they called? To go get the first down, get that, get some yards, get out of bounds and just know the importance of everything and uh, the coach isn't going to call that for me to go try to run people over and stiff for him. So just being smart and understanding that me being available uh, is the best for him. Jack, was getting leaner a conscious decision by you, or is it just a product of you being able to do more physically than you were able to do? Yeah, honestly, it's just a, uh, yeah, it's just a product. I mean, weight, weight's the same, so uh, people tell me that. I, I say thank you. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's just a product of working on everything and not just uh, my leg, and whether, whether it be rotation, um, whether it be diet, whatever, uh, just focused on, as I said, just every way that I can get better. Dad, what excites you most about this <clears throat> offense? I know you have the guys that are eager to prove themselves this season, and whatever the outside talk is, I know that doesn't matter to you, but for you personally, what excites you about this offense? Just uh, the youth that we have. As many young guys that we have, and we're going to have to uh, count on some of those guys. And I'm excited for just what they've done, and excuse me, and the time that they've been here, and I know the steps that they're going to take once we get into training camp. And as, as you said, excited for those guys just to, to get their name be known, because uh, there's a lot of guys that can make plays and guys that are going to be uh, huge with this offense that I don't think their, their names are known yet. You've mentioned Tolbert before. Does he continue to be one of those guys you think can have a breakout here? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you, do, you draft a guy in the third round, you expect him to come in and, and make a difference. And uh, losing the, the weapons that we did out wide, uh, we're going to count on him, and he knows that. But he's a guy that's uh, come in, had the, the right approach in it, learned the playbook, asking uh, more and more what he can learn, and he'll continue to get better. And I'm sure he's going to take huge strides just in this month we're off, knowing his personality and the guy he is. What did you think of him today? Over this thing too. Yeah, I mean, great, just getting that better. Press uh, continue from getting better. Minicamp. I mean, all I'm that comparing to is the today. last time we're out there at practice, and he's making a stride. So as long as we continue to do that, he's putting himself in the uh, in a good a good position. He said there's the time that you've not had with a guy like Washington. CD's been out the last couple weeks. How do you make up that time between now and when you get out to Oxnard? Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get together. Uh, I'm fortunate, obviously, to have a field at the house. We'll we'll make sure that uh, we get out there a few times and just. Um, is make make up that chemistry. Just get some of those routes, some of those things that we may not have feel comfortable on. But CD's a guy that we've been working. We've worked all the way up to this point. So uh, he's he's not necessarily what I'm talking about. But but James and some of these other guys will make it. Uh, it will make it a point to get some extra time in. 
it's early in the offseason program, but anyone from all three phases that may be sticking out to you, uh, a newcomer? I mean, a lot of the young guys, honestly, and I wouldn't wouldn't dare to say one, just to be honest, just to, uh, there's 31 other teams listening as well. So uh, a lot of these young guys, I mean, we're a young team, and obviously you look in the draft, you look at what we did, and you look at our roster, year one and year two guys are going to be asked to play, and there's definitely a few on both sides of the ball that I'm excited, excited for just what they've done and how quick they've come in and made an impact just out there at practice. In past really summer, last year where you thought about protecting your leg in a way that you no longer do? No, I can't say I, I can't say I did. I mean, w- once I get inside the the lines, game day. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just focused on whatever it takes. And yeah, I mean, you go back. There's actually a couple of plays I looked at and may have said that wasn't wasn't too smart. So um, no, not necessarily. But there, were there times that you look back that you would run now that you didn't last year? Yeah, but I, I think that's all just a, a, a process of practicing that as well. Uh, I can say that post-snap, but why didn't I do it at that time? You know, why didn't I react that? So looking at that is going back in this time of this offseason and, and reacting that way, making myself react that way at times. So when I come to the game, getting those scenarios, it's, it's second nature. We're not looking back saying what if or if I could have done that. And, I mean, I don't play the game with, with regret, so it's just about going out there and playing my preparation. What You've about had particularly some... with the read option, like in the red zone? It just didn't seem like you guys did as much of that last year, and obviously you coming back from the injury – do you think that there's a time where that could possibly come back, or is that in the past for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, it may have been in the playbook some last year. The guys just didn't give me the read, you know, so you didn't think I was reading it. Uh, but <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's you know third and short, uh, red zone. They're called a little bit more, but those those things were called. You've had past summers where you've taken your receivers or all of your pass catchers on a trip. Is that something you plan to do this year? Or now that you have the field, is it less something you focus on? Uh, no, I mean I still plan to do it. I think it's just. Uh, something to break the monotonous cycle, whether it's the, the building, whether it's my field, uh, just get the guys in a different different environment, uh, train, make it a little fun, uh, and get some camaraderie at the same time. What do you like about James and what he can bring to your Washington? What yeah, I mean, obviously just a veteran. I mean, you turn on the film, contested catch guy, uh, he's got some juice. I mean, he can he can take the top off, and just in the time that we've had, uh, he's been very, very friendly and quarterback friendly, and so running running good routes. Uh, I'm excited just to see him w- with the defenders now. Is the leanest you've ever been, or just the leanest you've been in since NFL, yeah, definitely, definitely. In NFL or college? Yeah, I mean, no, definitely. Total, ever. So yeah, in college, you, I was a meathead. <laughs> so, do you feel faster then? Have you timed yourself? Are you faster? Have you done any? I'm leaner. I'm not faster. Okay. I'm <laughs> going, back, going back to Tolbert for a minute. He said Those don't necessarily go ahead. <laughs> he said there was a play last week where you were really happy with, with his spacing and timing. Do you know what that was that he was referring to? I think it was in team periods and then also you've talked about not giving him too much too quickly now that you're a few weeks into this how does that change the conversations you're having yeah I mean I don't necessarily know that particular play uh, but now it's about going back to that and really explaining him to, to why that was good or going back to finding other plays that may have wasn't so good and explaining him and talking through him so now he has the reps to see it and to learn from and just the more reps we get the more we can talk over those and continue to grow in terms of self-improvement this offseason what have you focused on uh, I mean, everything, just throwing the ball from every platform. Um, as I said, using my back leg, every throw, keeping it under me, um, and it's paid off. I, I can see the yeah, – I can definitely sit, tell. Simi Fajoko, you see a real difference in him from year one to year two? Who? I'm sorry. Simi Fajoko, do, okay. do you see a real difference in him from year one to year two? Yeah, I'm, oh, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was the Oko. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, he's obviously – yeah, it's a stride that you have to take, and uh, he's taking that in this offseason where there's been times of uh, throwing, extra throwing – Make sure that he's he's been there and he hasn't missed any of those. And then you get out here in these um, 
the, the football, the 11 on 11 or whatever it is. And yeah, he's, he's taking strides and he'll continue to take more. He's a guy that uh, is going to be big for us. What happened to your hat? Back of your hat. It's an old hat. <laughs> Sweat. Sweat. Yeah. It's called work. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> you talk about being leaner. Is your, is your diet drastically different than it used to be? Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't say it's drastically different than a year ago. Uh, maybe yeah, a few years ago. Um, college, though. Definitely different than college. I mean, college was Taco Bell, McDonald's, mandatory weekly. So I mean, that's uh, yeah, being, the fast food and all that, removing that for the most part. Um, yeah, it hasn't changed from last year. Just training a little bit different, doing a lot more rotational things that I think have just dropped some of the baby baby fat, I guess, off. Is that is that just a thing that happens for all players? They reach those like mid twenties, late twenties, and the metabolism starts changing a bit? I mean, obviously, yeah, definitely metabolism changing. We have to be aware of that, right? We want to continue to play and make sure we're in the best shape. And I think if you listen to listen to coaches and honestly just older vets, they'll say that a lot of people get get a more, more fit, I guess you can say, or drop a pound or two each year just to make sure that they're yeah staying, staying fit and staying lean. Do you still have to do the same warm-up before practice that you've done with, with Britt and those things? No, no, no. Found a, found a different way to, to get the same results or the same – um, warm up out of that just in different ways. How are you glad that you don't? Have yeah, to just go more that? efficient. Yeah, yeah, just more efficient. Feel like I'm not getting maybe two workouts in before practice. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dak Prescott. There he was today at the Cowboys mini camp that took place. It'll be, happen over the next couple of days. I don't know how many days I'm going to attend. I enjoyed being out there, Aaron. I got to say, they used to line up and actually do some work and some interesting seven-on-seven work it is really it was a two-hour walkthrough I mean it was they did some situational stuff that was interesting number 36 who none of us would know some kind of undrafted free agent cornerback from can't remember maybe USC had a uh, touchdown return for uh, uh, an interception return for touchdown but literally Dak or no one seemed to care because they were just kind of lollygagging it around. Now, are they accomplishing anything? Yeah, probably so because they're implementing everything, going over situations. I'm not saying it's a total bust. I'm just saying from a from a coverage standpoint, I mean, I sat there for two hours and I I usually can go away from any practice and bring you a few tidbits. Today was tough. Here is the one thing, and I'll continue to talk about this on the other side because I did have a a one-on-one exclusive with Cowboys first-round pick uh, Tyler Smith. And, yeah, by the way, it was great to see everybody out there, Babe Laufenberg, Brad Sham, lots of uh, lots of folks out there, Todd Archer, uh, John Mashota, who comes on with us a lot. Great to see all the media involved. Um, but, Aaron, the reason they kept bringing up conditioning and – this and that, metabolism, and this was not like, I mean, all, all the writers uh, probably do need to go on diets, but this was not like a dieting conversation. The reason this was happening is because, Aaron, Dak looks noticeably lighter, and he's always been kind of a big dude. Like, I, I remember when he first arrived thinking, golly, this guy could have played some linebacker at Mississippi State. Or, I mean, he, he just kind of, he's a big, thick guy. And Aaron, I, I, I don't know who, I, I'm trying to think of a quarterback 
type physique that I would I would compare this to. And I would just say this is I, I skinny's a little bit too extreme, but man, it was noticeable. Like I looked out at Zeke today and just saw a typical, you know, looked like he was in great shape, but he looked like Zeke. I didn't think, oh, Zeke looks like a different guy. Dak does not look the same to me. And by the way, he looks great. I don't want it to be like, oh, Mosley's saying Dak looks strung out or something or looks too thin. Looks great. I'm just saying it's a whole different look. The weight and the muscle and all that, it's just gone. Uh, he, he looks very, very thin. Like, Aaron, you know how we sometimes think of different sports guys being built differently? I would just say he looks a little bit more like a baseball player than I've ever seen him. You know, you see those baseball players, and they're good, but, like, we could see them, Aaron, if they walked into the studio, we might not know that Jared McKenzie was some kind of great hitter. Or or he would just be like, oh, man, that guy plays baseball? Oh, cool. That's kind of what Dak looks like. He looks really, really thin. And this first time I've been around him, you know, standing up next to him uh, today. So uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. It's ESPN Central Texas. couple of things next. My uh, one-on-one interview with Cowboys first-round pick Tyler Smith. And then also we'll react a little bit about uh, to what we saw in last night's NBA Finals. Is it over for the Celtics? We answer those questions next. Recently on Game Time. Time to visit with Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. First of all, it's going to be the SEC and everybody else. Right? So I think that that's the first part of it. After that, it's going to be the SEC kind of in their own league. It's going to be the Big Ten in their own league. I think that the Big 12 is going to be very competitive with the Pac-12 and the ACC. The projections that we've seen from some of the revenue numbers, I think that's a big deal. They need to be in sort of that middle tier at least. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahea. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series set starting Friday, starting with AM in Oklahoma, followed by Texas AM and Notre Dame. Saturday at Stanford in Arkansas, followed up by Auburn and Ole Miss. Golden State takes a 3 2 lead in the NBA Finals, beating Boston 104 94. Game six in Boston on Thursday. Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz will report to minicamp this week after a no show at OTAs. Cowboys placed a franchise tag on Schultz in honor of the longtime University of Mary Harden Bear head football coach Pete Fredenberg. The field at Crusader Stadium will officially be named Fredenberg Field in a special ceremony on Saturday, September 17th. Rangers beat the Astros 5-3 for their third win in a row. Rangers and Astros tonight, game two of the series, 7.05 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it's Matt Mosley's show. Yeah, I wanted to let some Brass Monkey go right there. Mike D. Some of the, we lost, did we lose Mike D? I'm trying to think which, which, which member of the Beastie Boys. One of the member we lost are three main members of the Beastie Boys. People don't know this. The Beastie Boys, um, originally, they had a female involved. And I want to say maybe she played the drums. I don't know. She was, she was involved in, um. I forget whatever happened, but she bowed out, or they or they kicked her out, and it was Mike D. And huh, I was just watching a documentary on it the other night, Aaron, and it's on, I don't know if it's on Amazon. I forget how you get it. Maybe it's on uh, um, HBO Prime, or I'm getting mixed up, HBO Max. I think it's on but Apple. It's, oh, that's it, Apple TV. You're right. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It's it's like a, it's a little bit weird, though, because it's a, uh, it's a documentary where they're doing like a live show. They're in front of a live audience. Obviously, it's recorded. And they were talking about everything. But then they kind of go back and show a bunch of footage and 
and revisit kind of the formation of the band and how it got to where it was and, and like what they were into and all that. But for guys our age, Aaron, that's a that was an important band. What do we call them? Group? Beastie Boys? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're yeah, more was, of a... They were huge. Yeah, it, they were... Uh, it was rap, but it was it was a little different kind of than just certainly was not even like Eminem or anything or if you want to go way back, you know, Sugar Hill Gang or anything like that. It was it was their own version of it. And it was really good and really original. And if you were a kid and you were in junior high in the in the late eighties, that that was it, man. Brass monkey. Uh, no, no sleep till, what was that? No sleep till Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those are good songs. All right. It's Matt Mosley show. There's our music talk <laughs> for the day. Musicology. Uh, we, uh, Aaron Sexton alongside, and we got a lot to, to visit with you about. Wanted to stay on the Cowboys theme for a little bit. We are, uh, the show of record in central Texas when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, Aaron, I think that we claim to be the show record on a lot of things, but I don't know. I, the Cowboys, I think we can deliver. And so today, I was out there spending time with those Cowboys. It was mini camp. It's great to be back out there. Finally, they're back to full capacity. They let us wander around, hang out in the locker room, although I was talking too long to C.D. Lamb today and was asked to move on out. They had already <laughs> shut down the locker room. And I and a conversation with CD went a little long in their opinion, so that was fine. But I did before I got kicked out of the locker room. I got to visit with the Cowboys' first round pick, Tyler Smith, uh, out of Tulsa. And I started out just kind of he he only had a couple of minutes, and I just thought it'd be kind of fun to bring up the offense that he was in at Tulsa which is led by head coach Phil Montgomery, who used to be the offensive coordinator for Baylor under Art Bryles. And that's kind of how the interview gets started. Talking to uh, Tyler Smith, Cowboys uh, rookie on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Um, Tyler, I'm sort of curious. The you know Philip Montgomery was a guy like in my part of the country we uh, we knew pretty well, and and you know playing in that style, what high tempo, high pace is? Are there some areas that you think that really helps you coming into a situation like this? That, I mean, that could, oh, good. I mean. Definitely just being ready for everything. Like at Tulsa, you know, we were high tempo, high pace, and it kind of helps you be calm in chaos. Like even when you're tired, like that's where a lot of a lot of the discipline shows up, where a lot of like, you know, those man maker plays come into play. Just being ready for that. And, you know, we were great in the way we prepared, strength and conditioning wise. We were great in the way we prepared through walkthroughs, through practice. So I'll just say, you know, Tulsa really prepared me just coming in overall for sure. What would you have uh been doing right now if you if you decided to stay in college like what was your normal 
uh, summer prep? Would you have been hanging out at the house, or did you like to stay in Tulsa? What was your usual approach? I mean, it really depends. you got to understand, when I was in college, you know, COVID happened. So things changed a lot. When COVID happened, I was at the house training. I was doing all the stuff I needed to do. And then we came back. We had the 2020 season. And then even after that, we went on break. Like, I kind of stayed at Tulsa because we were still worried about COVID. Like, it was still something that was happening. So, like, when I I was in offseason, I was at Tulsa getting in that extra work. Like, you got one workout in the morning. Like, you do your running, you do your lift. And then the rest of the day is yours to work on what you need to work on. So I was definitely trying to stay on top of everything when I was there. Who was the most aggressive in trying to get you to jump in the portal? Because uh, I feel like I've heard Alabama and maybe there were some others. Was there Were there a, a, a few teams in the mix? I mean, there, there was a few teams. It's really irrelevant now. Like, you know, I am where I am. Like, it's not even it's not even the most important thing. So, But I don't dwell on that. Like, you know, it's kind of, that was been there, done that. But if you think about it, now you have the, at least the thought of making money. You know, you, you have to kind of weigh it, you know, like, okay, I, mean, I can make NFL money, but I could also make, like, major NIL money. I mean, things have, even in your short time in college, things changed a tremendous amount. Right, it's definitely changed, and that's great for the dudes who are coming into college now. I know it's not something I bit off of, but I feel like at the end of the day, I made the right decision. Like, you know, I'm comfortable you know, where God put me mm-hmm. with, with the decisions I made, and that's really that's really all I can say. Like, you know, it's a blessing just to be here. You, you have any sponsorship deals yet, or are you kind of still thinking through all that? I mean, I'm, right now I'm focused on the football for sure. Like all that stuff will come, but you know, first and foremost, like you know, I'm a Dallas Cowboy. We got to yeah. handle, we got to handle the field and everything else will come into place. Last thing I was going to ask you, Dak compared you recently to Ron Leary, and you were pretty young when Ron Leary was playing here, but he was a massive and extremely strong guy. Do you remember anything about him, or and when has Dak talked to you about that at all? I mean, they definitely they mentioned it in passing, even Tyron told me to uh, go back and watch the tape from those years and I watched a little bit like I know he was um like coming out he was kind of looked down on because he had a he had a degenerative knee thing mm-hmm. and like you know he overcame that like you know he showed what a dog he was and he does play extremely strong like just to see the strength and the hard-nosed toughness that he brought I can definitely see why you know they made that comparison for sure hey thank you buddy no problem okay. thank you <clears throat> Aaron what you could not see during that good you know quick goodbye was he kind of put me in a little embrace it was like a it was like a side hug situation i mean he's a bear of a man he's just huge now aaron what i had forgotten about and i kind of like this guy just just the again i don't know him I'm, there's another lineman who will be starting for the cowboys now aaron who am i thinking about right tackle terrence Steele. does that name ring a bell to yes, you yes that's him Okay, that's that's former Texas Tech great. Terrence Steele. And I looked out there today, and I'd kind of forgotten what number he wore. A lot of them have changed their numbers. By the way, Anthony Brown, the cornerback, is wearing number three now. Just looks so weird. Number three, the cornerback's running around back there. But there's this dude that's walking down the sideline with the rest of the line, and, and you got like there's, there's a couple – McGovern's at one height. Biotis, who plays center, is kind of a stockier, shorter guy. Terrence still is a monster. Now, he's not like Tyron Smith's built like, you know, some kind of Mr. Olympia or something. You know, he's built. You look at him and go, whoa, whoa. I mean, you know, it's kind of 
I'm not saying he's like that, but this is a, and all these guys are big. I just, I just wanted to point that out, Aaron. I mean, the only thing I really took away from today is just like what size everybody is because they just weren't doing much. They were kind of kicking it around a little bit. I watched some kicker. I watched a kicker, and I think, I think they call this guy, I always thought it was Garibay, but it might be Jonathan Garibay. Because I heard somebody call him that today, Garibay. It's G-A-R-I-B-A-Y. Aaron, this is a kicker. And I, they have not brought anybody in to compete against him, from what I can tell yet. Well, he was he was fantastic in college, except for missing the uh, the potential tying kick against Baylor, which we're all thankful for, all Baylor fans anyway. Um, he hit some really big ones, including uh, what a sixty yarder against Iowa State to win, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Um, Texas Tech kicker. Now he some of these kickers are getting bigger and bigger. He's not. He's still a soccer style. He's not, you see some kickers are you know after Sebastian Janikowski came in we started seeing bigger kickers. Now Sebastian Janikowski was just fat. I mean, let's not I mean I, that doesn't really sound nice. I don't feel good about saying that now that I've said it. But I Aaron, I think that's just being honest, right? And uh, uh he's a, he was a big man. He was a little overweight. Let's put it that way. This guy, Garibay, or Garibay, is a, I mean, he's a thin dude. But I will say, according to my limited kicking knowledge, when the ball came off that toe, that was an explosion. There was some explosion involved. So I was, um, I got to say, I was, I was impressed watching the, uh, the kicking go on out there. But I cannot stress enough something I said in the last segment, so I'll bring it up again. Stood next to Dak Prescott today, and we played some of that interview earlier. Aaron, thin, thin, thin. And the, and, and the question was asked, basically, you know, have you ever played football this thin? And he said, No. He hasn't. I mean, I, I think he was in, including high school, college, pro. And somebody said, was there any time in college? He said, no. He said, I was a meathead. I was a meathead in college. And it's funny that he said it, and he was just kind of laughing about it. But I, and then, Aaron, you heard in that, in that Dak thing, that Dak, like, that Dak interview, somebody, it was a Channel 8 guy. And they said, what, what's, what's going on with the back of your cap? And he took his cap off, and he looked at it, and he said, well, I'm just sweating. Aaron, it was the strangest thing. Like, everybody who's ever been out golfing, or maybe you play tennis in a cap, your cap sometimes changes color. It's kind of gross, but it just happens. Right. And some of it, some of it will go back to being normal-looking. Sometimes it doesn't. And you... You have like permanent marks where you sweat through a cap, sure. And 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 that's what was being asked. And and Dak said, "Well, just you know, this is what hard work does." And then somebody else said to the other guy, "Yeah, you ought to try that or something. You ought to try that out." And <laughs> sure, that wasn't you. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. It was not me because I don't know that guy well enough. But wow, I thought that was the weirdest thing. 
Um, one more note, Aaron, it, real quick, is that last night, and I got to tell my, my China Spring people, because uh, I, I love oh, Jesse, the coach, and oh man, my the Booster Club, you know, the guy I've become buddies with, Aaron, last night, it was like Christmas. I tore into a box that was delivered by Amazon Prime. Oh, wow. Or Amazon, whatever. And it was a China Spring, like, workout top that said state champs. Or it, it, was, the, it was the official, you know, China Spring, and it had, like, the, all the games they had won to get to the state title on there. And then I got the China Spring fitted baseball cap. And, Aaron, I had no clue what size head I was anymore. I remember being like a, a seven back in the day or something like that. And, and I, I just told him, I said, well, seven and a half, I think. Well, that, it's too big for me, but I have so much hair right now, I think it'll work fine. But you should see it, Aaron. I'm going to send you a picture of it. That Columbia blue, that cap looks so cool. I have not had a fitted cap since I was, like, in college. I used to love those caps. Like Stanford had a great baseball cap. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron, where you could go in, you go to the mall, and you could get one of those fitted college baseball caps. Oh, yeah. Like Miami had one. Those were awesome. All right. Well, I think, sadly, we're, we're up against it, and we've got to uh, get ready for the dismount where we say goodnight to you, and we'll do that next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in the air. Baylor can celebrate a second straight Big 12 Conference Championship. Baylor clenches it with a win over Iowa State tonight here in the Farrell Center. 75-68, drop the confetti in the Farrell Center. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs. 
and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. College World Series set starting Friday, starting with AM in Oklahoma, followed by Texas AM and Notre Dame. Saturday at Stanford in Arkansas, followed up by Auburn and Ole Miss. Golden State takes a 3 2 lead in the NBA Finals, beating Boston 104 94. Game six in Boston on Thursday. Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz will report to minicamp this week after a no show at OTAs. Cowboys placed a franchise tag on Schultz in honor of the longtime University of Mary Harden head football coach Pete Fredenberg. The field at Crusader Stadium will officially be named Fredenberg Field in a special ceremony on Saturday, September 17th. Rangers beat the Astros 5-3 for their third win in a row. Rangers and Astros tonight, game two of the series, 7:05 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, do you know why the Browns would be letting Deshaun Watson do interviews right now? Like, (laughs) do you think that's... I mean, I know they brought him in there and they paid him all that guaranteed money, but it's now headed toward 26 women that have come forward. I, I... I don't know the wisdom. I mean, uh, the NFL is going to have to do something, and they're probably going to sit him down during all this. Nobody knows exactly what to do because this, some of these civil trials will move forward. I mean, it, it, the more you find out, the more you just try to understand how desperate for quarterback help, blind, naive, Everything that defines the Cleveland Browns. And that that owner who, you know, he's gotten in some trouble himself. Now, it's like business dealings or whatever. It's not harassment. Jimmy, what's that guy's name? He's like a trucking industry guy. Jimmy was up to something. He was, I I don't know, flying. Yeah, Jimmy Haslam. He was cooking the books, Aaron. 
He was he was doing something at that Flying J Trucking Company or whatever he owns. Oh, Aaron, he was he was you know Jimmy was doing some stuff. All right, I don't want to get into it because right now I forget what he was up to, but it wasn't good. All right, and there were lawsuits involved, but but now he brings in Deshaun Watson. Now, here's the quote I have from Deshaun Watson. This is from earlier today. He was asked by Browns reporters why he should be believed over 26 women. Quote, I understand that question, and I definitely respect it. I've been honest, and I'm truthful with my stance. I never forced anyone. I never assaulted anyone. So... Aaron, does that, does anything about that answer, does that change anything? And and do you, do you feel like maybe Deshaun would be best served by remaining in the shadows? No, it just, his ridiculous answers are making things worse. And yes, he should stay away from microphones and interviews. All right, Rangers versus Astros tonight. I've got tickets. I've got tickets to this ball game, and that'll happen at uh, 7.05. You'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's never a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, on the characteristics he's looking for in Baylor's new head baseball coach.